So Ian wrote to me and he wanted to get my opinion and feedback about doing a private loan to a not-for-profit community-based organization. Hey there everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog and YouTube channel where I talk about buying and selling businesses, making local investments, borrowing money, financing, personal wealth issues related to entrepreneurs, and managing small businesses, and anything else really that people want to ask me about that relates to my area of expertise, of course. This week, Ian wants to know, um, should he make a private loan to a community-based organization, and what should he know about that kind of deal? Well, Ian, I've never made a private loan to a community-based organization, but I have actually been a party to some of these deals in a few different capacities. I used to be a member of the Kiwanis Club here in my hometown. In fact, I was with the club for over 10 years. Just before uh, I was in the club, the club had entered into a deal with a local municipality to build a public swimming pool. And part of that deal was that the club was going to take on a mortgage from a lender and that the city was going to give them concession rights in the pool area so they would be able to run a business and earn money with the idea being that those profits would then pay the mortgage. What ended up happening in that scenario is that the the city actually had already given the concession rights for the entire park to some other party who then threatened to sue once they found out that the Kiwanis Club was going to be able to sell you know food and beverage inside the pool area and so then the city reneged on that part of the contract leaving the Kiwanis Club with no income and uh, mortgage to pay and they were able to negotiate their way out of it by ultimately getting the city to take over the mortgage but they were left afterwards with a policy in the club that they would never again engage in multi-year commitments because of the nature of the organization. It's a a, a collective brotherhood, it's a, a, a service club that tries to do good things in the community. So the other deal that I've been a sort of observer of was another service club here in my hometown who ultimately ended up failing. They took on a 30-year mortgage on a community center, a nice big building that was used by a lot of different groups, and they financed their mortgage with a bingo. And what ended up happening, which is happening a lot with these service groups, is the average age started to get older and older and older in the group, and the membership started to shrink, and they were unable to carry out their fundraising activities, and they were no longer able to pay the mortgage. Again, what happened in that scenario is the local municipality ended up buying the building by taking over the debt that was outstanding and turning it into a parks and rec facility, basically. The third time I was involved in any kind of group like this was a church that was seeking out financing back, we're going back about 10 years now, when I was a finance broker, I was approached by a congregation who wanted help to find a mortgage to expand their church building. Uh, I was introduced to a very interesting world of analysis. Basically, what I learned is that when churches want to go and borrow money, the lender will actually do an analysis on the congregation, and they'll divide up the congregation into what they call GUs, or giving units. And so families with young children, for example, uh, are categorized in one spot, whereas elderly singles, for example, are in a different kind of category. And they would use a weighting scheme to determine Um, based on their own metrics, 
what the, what the likely congregation might look like in 10 or 15 years. Because if you're going to make a contract with someone like a church organization to lend the money on a building, you're talking about trying to perceive what the group is going to look like in 10 or 15 years because the income, of course, of that group is based entirely on people who put money into the collection plate. And if you're lending money to a group that is already middle-aged or older in 10 or 15 years, if they're not recruiting younger people, you could end up into a scenario where you might have to do something like foreclose. And this would be the, the biggest kind of problem that I would see in doing any kind of loan to a community organization. So if you had to foreclose on them, number one, would you be able to? A building would certainly be something you could foreclose on. But in all likelihood, if a community organization owned a building, it might be zoned for recreational, community use, church use, this kind of thing. And so then would that uh, reduce the value of the building in a resale? Would you be able to sell it to a business, for example? Or would it have very limited types of uses? So this, this type of question, can you make a private loan to a community organization? You can, as long as you're prepared to get creative if something goes wrong because members of the organization are unlikely to want to offer personal guarantees, for example, um, if I were gonna do it, I would wanna see an enormous amount of fundraising beforehand uh, to put down a huge equity amount into whatever it is was being financed. So, for example, a playground, if they were gonna build a $25,000 playground and they raised $15,000 beforehand, and they wanted to borrow 10 grand to be repaid over you know, three or four years, that might be something that I would look at, but is it possible to foreclose and repossess a playground? Probably not. So maybe there could be some kind of guarantee from other organizations, for example. Could they get the city to co-sign that note? Could they get other community organizations to co-sign part of the note or give partial guarantees? So if they're gonna borrow $10,000 from you, are there four or five other organizations like churches and service clubs who might each agree to shoulder a $2,000 guarantee if something should happen uh, in the default of that note? Just some of the ideas of how you could structure it. Personally, the risk of uh, you know, having to go through that pain and what it might do to me and the community in the face of other people, I would probably shy away from that kind of deal. Who wants to be known as the guy who foreclosed on the playground? Not me. Um, and what I would actually do is I would you know, encourage them and probably offer to make a donation uh, to their fundraising efforts. Anyway, Ian, I hope that answers your question. Um, it's the, you know, the most insight I have into that kind, of, uh, that kind of deal. And keep the questions coming. If you wanna learn more about local private investing and how to make deals um, with businesses and individuals that give you a superior rate of return, you should check out my book, Invest Local, and the online course that I offer, localinvestingcourse.com, where I actually take you through several hours of video tutorials on the actual step-by-step -step of how you find, organize, plan, and execute local small lending deals with all the paperwork, notes, leases, etc., that I use um, when I'm setting up the notes, and then when I'm using leverage techniques that help boost my rate of return. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to come over to David C. Barnett and sign up for the email list so you get the videos before everyone else, and of course you get access to all the special offers and notices of my live events. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.